You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Wow. He's basically drowning people in tar. Like a walking tar pit. Mm, too slow. Bring you flashes. I wasn't fast enough. Another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC triple shot on the CW. And no Aaron. And no Aaron this week. Yeah. No Aaron to muck things up. <laughs> uh, that means we'll be moving at it. I know, that's like two in a row. I think that's a new record for these episodic shows. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure two's the record. Uh, well, I mean, he's not like a regular part. He's like a guest that stops. No, I know. That's what I mean, though, is... Well, maybe we can do a DiMaggio counter with him. He's like the uh, he's like the Harlem Globetrotters to our Scooby Doo. Uh, he just <laughs> he just appears every now and again. Oh, the Harlem Globetrotters were just in town like this past weekend. Where were they? Yeah, my niece caught one of their headbands. I, I guess I should say the the Harlem Globetrotter the Harlem Globetrotters to our Futurama for people that are like, what the fuck is Scooby Doo? <laughs> uh, Scooby Doo is a cartoon people watched in ancient times. It's kind of not good. Uh, what? Come on. I mean, yes, it followed the same exact it formula was every week. Exact same every week. But I don't care. That stoner and his dog that he also got high. I mean, yeah. I like the Scooby Doo episode on Harvey Birdman. That is like I have not seen that. Goal. Harvey Birdman attorney at law. This, no, I've not. Seen he has it. to represent him because they get arrested for uh for substance abuse while driving. Oh, uh, we're doing it again. <laughs> Getting way off track. Sorry. Uh, we're here to talk about... Ah, uh, Hanna-Barbera is part of WB. Hey, we tied it all together. A symbiont circle, that's for sure. Uh, all right, let's uh, kick it off with season two, episode 12 of The Flash, called Fastlane. Uh, right before the particle accelerator explosion, we meet Joey, uh, Italian last name. How about we call him Joey Fatone? Uh, one part of NSYNC, I believe. Uh, maybe, I think it's Montalone. Uh, he was thrown into a tar pit and left for dead, as people do. Sealed away, he is freed two years later with the ability to turn his body into molten tar. He becomes Tar Pit. Clever name. Uh, he sets out to get revenge on those who attempted to kill him. Meanwhile, Dr. Harrison Wells creates a device to siphon Barry's speed energy and attaches it to his suit. He and Barry also successfully find a way to close the breaches to Earth 2. When Barry goes after Joey, because uh, he starts creating havoc and whatnot, his uh, Dr. Harrison Wells device works and permanently steals a portion of Barry's speed. 2%. Yep, slowing him down ever so slightly. Wells gives the energy to, uh, to Zoom, who then demands the rest. Uh, Wells tried to do this deal of, give me the daughter and I'll give you the rest of the speed. 
And Zoom is not an idiot. And he's like, fuck you. No, give me all of what I wanted. And then I'll give you your daughter. Uh, after going, uh, well, going after Tar Pit a second time, Iris is injured when Barry is too slow to save her from a piece of broken glass, which uh, I think we were led to believe in the trailers could kill her. But I believe it hit her in the shoulder, didn't it? It looked like it hit her in the shoulder. Yeah, the, in the previews, it made it look like it cut her neck. Yeah. Uh, Barry wrestles with the guilt of Iris's injury, and Harrison Wells confesses to the group and then pleads his case, asking to be returned to Earth 2 and have Barry seal the breaches behind him so Zoom cannot re-enter. After stopping Tar Pit with an invention of Wells, uh, Barry realizes that Harrison was only trying to save his daughter, which the rest of them... Uh, would have done had he been in his place. The team then informs Harrison Wells that he will be returning to Earth 2, but Barry and Sisko will be going with him to save his daughter. What did you think of the fast lane? Um, it's not my favorite pay-per-view, but it's a good... <laughs> oh, um... It's coming up in a couple of weeks, sir. No, it was, it was okay. It wasn't like... It definitely felt like a filler episode again, which is fine because the way they ended it, I just I I hope they are in Earth Two for forever because I want them to go to the Gorilla Kingdom. Well, you're gonna get at least you're <laughs> gonna get at least two hours of them in Earth Two because the next two episodes are all Earth Two centric. But no, it just uh, I don't know. It was kind of weird, and I'm glad they did it, but it's odd that they really made him feel like he was hung up on Patty leaving. Yeah. I mean, that was a good thing, but it was weird. Cause I don't remember seeing on any, like arrow. Like I never believed it when they said it. Cause it felt like Ollie had a sexual encounter to get over it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it was, I don't know. Like I really felt bad for him. I really felt bad that Patty was leaving. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was, I mean, it was okay. I, I, really can't talk much about it because I don't really remember it all too well. Um, I mean, not a lot really happened. The, the whole episode really centered around... And the tar pit stuff looked horrible. Yeah, but... the, the tar pit stuff was... And, th- and that was all secondary anyway because the, the main... Uh, the main gist of the story was uh, Wells using the brain tissue from Turtle to... Well, and Wally device. West. Well, I mean, Wally West was in the episode, I guess to, I don't remember anything about that. Well, uh, no, cause it's, uh, they're trying to get him to quit driving fast. Yes. Cause he likes speed. Yeah. It's a fast dude. He's he likes addicted to the feeling. He likes, he's gotten in deep with the sharks. Yeah. He won't be, he won't be turning into some sort of speedy superhero at some point. Um, at least they're being subtle about it anyway, Glenn. Uh, but no, I mean, that was uh, that was kind of off the I want to be an astronaut because it's fast you can go. Yeah. Uh, the uh, That was one of the dumbest things I've ever I wanna heard. Be, I want to be light because nothing can go quicker than that. He didn't say just, that, but he should. That was the weirdest thing. Like, I want to be an astronaut because of how fast they go. Mm-hmm. 
not just I wanted to go to space. I mean, and go real fast. But <laughs> it was just they go really fast when they leave the orb. You know, when they leave yeah. our orbit. Like that's not really like the the main job of being an astronaut is is not to go fast. Yeah, the going fast part probably lasts for like ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like I mean, I understand you're going really fast in like, space, but that's you like know. that's like saying I want to be a fireman because I like how fire looks. <laughs> Like, I think you're joining for the wrong reasons, friend. Yeah. I like uh, the way it feels. I like to burn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, that was just stupid. <laughs> um, or like, I want to be a police officer because I've, I've always wanted my own handgun. I love beating people. I mean... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the main, the main gist of the story was the stealing the brain, uh, using the brain tissue from Turtle to create a device to siphon Barry's speed. And then Harrison Wells breaking down because they're kind of doing uh, over the last few episodes, they're kind of doing this. Is he or isn't he? Is he as evil as the other Harrison Wells? Is he as bad? Um, Even though, you know, in the back of your mind, because they did do that one uh, that one scene an episode or two ago where he's uh, recording like a podcast or something for his daughter to listen to later on. (laughs) Where he was just like, you know, there's nothing I wouldn't do to save you. And they'd make it very sinister and shit. Like, he's going to be fucking evil just to save his daughter. Which, you know, kind of gives him an excuse. But at the same time, you know, it's like, well, they're they're making him a bad guy. And they pay it off, at least in this episode, where it's revealed like he... It's not as sinister as they made it sound. Yeah, he tried tried to go all the way. Like, I feel like his intent was to only take a little bit of the speed from Barry, as little as he could get away with, and in, in the hopes that Zoom would exchange his daughter in a plea for, like, I'll give you the rest later, I promise. Yeah. Um, and then that failed, and then when he saw what happened to Caitlin, or not Caitlin, but when, what happened to Iris, uh, you know, he's like, I fucking can't do this anymore. I need to tell you exactly what's going on. Um, and then, of course, everybody kind of understands, at least, I mean, I'm sure they're, uh, a little. Joe did it. Joe. No, Joe punched him and threw him in jail. Oh yes, yeah. Joe was not happy. That was awesome. By the way, Joe West, awesome. Like he, he's like, he's too good for this show. Yeah, you were saying he's too good an actor for CW. And uh, and Aaron was like, they're all too good. And like, I I think they what? do well in their roles. I wouldn't say they're the greatest actors, no. but when. Jesse L. Martin is they talking. So good. I believe him. Like I don't believe him as actor man. Like he he is that character. Like that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know. Like you just you don't get that a lot. I feel like a lot of these actors, it's like movie star performances. Like they bring their personality, and I'm sure he does too. Uh, whenever he breaks out, so the way he phrases things sometimes. But I don't know. Like he just he feels like a real person. He doesn't feel like a character. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I feel like and Tom Cavanaugh does that from time to time. Yeah. I just think he has the hardest job because he has to play it pretty close to how he did last year, but just Different. enough. Yeah. And sometimes it feels a little off, but sometimes I mean he just nails it. You got to but... have that Kevin Conroy subtlety between your Batman yeah, and your Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you Lane. do. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the thing for me is I don't know how great some of these people would be outside of this show but the casting for the show has been excellent because most by and large most of the people in it are playing their roles fantastically i don't know how well that would translate into other things but for what i'm seeing at least with this show it's it's done very well um like iris to begin with and i i kind of like her now we should we should rate this show quickly because Uh, there's some 
there's some breaking news that I that I need to discuss as it relates to the Flash. Uh, so, what would you rate uh, this episode? Uh, like a like a three and a half. Mm-hmm. I am right there with you. I gave this a three and one half geeky glasses for this episode. Uh, so, I, we mentioned that the next couple of weeks are going to be Earth Two. There's Welcome to Earth Two, and there's Escape from Earth Two which both sound like they're going to be a lot of fun, and those could be very high-scoring episodes, Glenn. But perhaps none higher than what happens on episode 15. Are you aware of the episode title for episode 15? No, I'm not. Okay, so episode 15. You know how we get excited about Gorilla Grodd titles? Fuck yes, we do. Oh, is it called King Shark? Episode 15 is, in fact, called King Shark. Oh, my God, yes. I'm excited. This is going to be so amazing. It's all episode 15 is already at four geeky glasses. It's going to have to lose. Yeah, it's going to be so great. I think that's why Tar Pit looks so bad. They had to save the budget. Saving the budget. Saving budget. Oh, that's going to. Oh, I'm super excited. Oh, Jesus. I I think I need to find my lotion. (laughs) It puts the lotion on its skin. Uh, All right. So. Uh, let's start talking about... Season well, I thought you were going to say the fact that we may have to do an episode with Jacqueline, Jillian, and Aurora because of the Supergirl oh, crossover. So that, with... is, that is true. There is a Supergirl crossover with The Flash. Here's what I want to find out. Is this a multi-part crossover? Like, is there, like, Super is Flash on Supergirl and then the next episode Supergirl of Flash? Coming to the Flash, Super... even though should. But... So, so this will just be a standalone Supergirl episode with The Flash in it. I hope so. Okay. I mean, I would like for her to come to the CW, but... They should do a two-parter, but I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know. They probably won't. Um, eh, I don't know. I mean, they can handle that episode. They can get a little taste of what we love each week. Although, if we can if we can work it out in a way to get everybody on the show God, together... If, 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 if the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow could get put on CBS, mm-hmm. only because their budget would be higher, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I might actually watch CBS outside of when I have to for football, and then I mute it if Phil Sims is talking. I'm the only way I'm ever going to watch CBS is when I torrent the episodes of the new Star Trek series that begin this <laughs> year, which isn't really watching CBS. But um, all right, so let's talk about uh, season four, episode twelve of Arrow, called Unchained. He calls himself the Calculator. The web nuke goes online. He could kill everyone in the city. The only way you're going to stop me is by removing the web nuke on site. That's what I have friends for. How much time do we have? I need you to blow the thing up. Something's wrong. It's not working. The team is going after a burglar. And Oliver and Thea manage to corner him. He escapes when Thea loses consciousness and almost falls off the building. Malcolm reveals to Oliver that Thea's bloodlust is to blame. Uh, Since she has not taken a life, the bloodlust is deciding to take hers instead. Now everybody remembers that Malcolm Merlin tried to kill her with his super Sith powers, but instead all it did was... Uh, you mean Thea's... Damian Dark? Did, did I say? What did I say? You said Malcolm Merlin tried to kill his own daughter. You're not wrong, but yeah, not has, this time. He has tried to do that. <laughs> Damian Dark tried to kill Thea, and his Sith powers only put her bloodlust at bay. It did not kill her. Uh, but now it's coming back with a vengeance, and it wants a life. And Thea is holding back, and it is killing her. 
literally. Felicity tracks down the burglar again. Oliver stops him. And the burglar is revealed to be none other than the parkour kid himself, Roy Harper, a.k.a. Arsenal, whom everybody thought was gone for good, but no, he's back! Oliver surprises. Uh, Oliver's surprise allows Roy to escape. They track Roy to Palmertack, where they discover he is being controlled by a man who goes by the name The Calculator. Interesting name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicity tracks down this man through the interwebs and reveals he intends to shut down the entire city, killing everyone in the process, because why not? Uh, The team locates his bomb and destroys it before it can shut down the city infrastructure. Meanwhile, Damien Dark's wife enters the mayoral race and Thea slips into a coma. Uh, Meanwhile, Felicity has also been dealing with her newfound wheelchair boundment and uh, was struggling to give a keynote speech for a brand new power cell that Palmer Tech is unveiling, but... Uh, as things turn out through the course of the episode, she finds her inner strength, uh, and kicks ass delivering, uh, a wonderful keynote speech for this new power cell. And we are then led, well, we're not led to believe we are shown that the calculator is in fact Felicity's father. And I think, uh, neither is aware of the other's involvement in all of this whole killing everyone in the city slash I won't let you kill everyone in the city situation that they have found themselves in. It'll be a little interesting to see where that goes. Uh, oh, also, uh, Nissa Al Ghul. She escapes from her cell in the Nanda Pearbat. And she offers Oliver a cure for Thea in exchange for Malcolm's life. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, in flashback, writer tortures Oliver for information on the maps he acquired with Oliver starting to hallucinate seeing Shadow. Shadow, Shadodo. Uh, that's the end, Glenn. What a flashback series. I know, right? I didn't give a single shit what this, was happening in the flashback. I am yearning for the days of Double Diggle already. I miss the, <laughs> I miss the Double Diggle flashback. I miss the fucking Deathstroke ones. Those were good. Those were good, too. Yeah, those were great, actually. Uh, so what did you think of Unchained? Uh, it was better than last week, but that's not yes. saying much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember Colton Haynes, the guy who plays Roy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember him being that good with, like, I, I don't know. I don't remember him and, I can't remember the lady who plays Thea, but I don't remember them having that great chemistry. But for whatever reason, man, they really clicked. Like They were better this time than I remember. They were pretty good, and they haven't spent some time. And I was kind of like, oh, that sucks, Roy's leaving. I kind of like this moment, but whatever. Uh, it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. I should note Felicity, uh, after stopping Calculator Guy, erased all of his records about Roy. Oh, yeah. uh, So he can go back to living his life uh, free of being uh, controlled or found out. Yeah, whatever the the case may be. Uh, Yeah, it was. um, I don't like these Felicity heavy episodes. I understand she's the one that's going through a lot. Yes. I like her in small doses. Yeah, I don't like her being a main focus. No, me neither. I think she's not the interesting. She's not the most interesting character on the show. No, uh, Diggle is, but it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. A lot of them really aren't. I don't know. There's no one. 
I don't. I guess this just speaks to how well they've done with the flashes. Everybody's pretty interesting on the Flash, um, but uh, these people on Arrow, like I, I don't care. I mean, I can Felicity's mom and <laughs> and uh, Laurel Lance's dad, like those might be the most interesting things. Quite possibly, <laughs> and we don't get to go into that too much. I, yeah, I don't know. I just. This is, it's like, this is unbuttered toast, the show. Yeah, I mean, it's doing what it's kind of been doing since we started reviewing it last year, which is uh, sort of just holding its ground, but not really doing a whole lot up or down. I mean, sometimes it falls way down. It's like, they, it's like they're trying to build and go somewhere, and then they just end up staying right where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, I really thought that this season, okay, this might be okay. The, the first couple were okay. It's like a more developed like, yeah. version of Gotham, actually. Like, I like the way they were changing all over. I'm like, okay, good. Maybe the tone will change. And then the tone just went right back to how it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it feels like a more developed version of Gotham, where all the characters are a little more fleshed yeah. out. But it keeps spinning its wheels and doesn't really go anywhere. Um, It'll give you a good arc, but that arc is, like, two episodes long. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ruin it at the end anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Still pissed over that whole the way they handled the Joker kid, but or the Joker, yeah, you, know, you know, it happens. Um, I thought the episode was in fact better than last week's as well. Uh, I kind of to the surprise of of nobody, I guess. Um, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, I mean, it was. This was all kind of just done. The, all the bad guy stuff was all sort of just done for the reveal of the calculator is Felicity's father. I don't know if that's a thing in the comics or not. Well, I mean, calculator Probably. is a thing, but Felicity is not. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Felicity actually might be a character from the comics, but it's not who she is in the show. Like, it's a name from the comics or something. Um, at least that's what I that's what I thought. I yeah. think you're thinking of the Carrie Russell show from the... Late night. No, not, I, I, I really don't think I am thinking of Felicity, but I thought somebody mentioned that there is a Felicity smoke in the comics, but like it's a super minor character and they just took the name to give to this person. Um, I could be wrong, but I thought I had read that somewhere. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, she is, but she's just not. Yeah. Uh, and like, so I felt like the whole episode was kind of just the setup for that. And then they did the reveal of Damien Dark's wife running for mayor, which, you know, coincidence, cause Oliver is running for mayor too. And, uh, you know, so you've got, uh, well, I guess the, uh, the other big part of the story was, um, letting Thea decide what she wants to do with her own life. Because it's Malcolm Merlin is like, I want to go kill. I want her to. I want to bring somebody into this room so she can kill him, so she can be okay. And she doesn't want to do that. And Oliver wants to just go right to Damien Dark to to make some sort of plea deal to get him to help her. And uh, you know, she doesn't want that either. And the whole thing is like, where we just are you going to finally stop? big brothering her and going to let her make a decision for herself. And it seems like Oliver is going to go that route, of course, until the end when Nyssa shows up and she's like, I've got the Lotus is with the Lotus blossom or something. I think is what it was that she said that she took from uh, Katana. Did she kill Katana in this? episode? No, I think she gave it to her. She, Ah. she said, you know, this is, this is in concerning Oliver queen. Ah, and she was all like, it's a good thing my sword doesn't take souls, because 
if it did, then you'd be in trouble or something. Go watch, go watch Suicide Squad out in theaters. Uh, they, uh, it was kind of weird to see her show up. I didn't, I thought they would not show her on the show again, but uh, here she is. And yeah, Nissa shows up with the, uh, uh, hey, I can cure Thea. Uh, you just have to kill Thea's dad, which. If Oliver is thinking straight, if she didn't want her dad to let her kill somebody and she didn't want Oliver to go to Damien Dark, you'd think she'd really not agree to killing her father. Uh, especially since she she doesn't seem to really hate him so much anymore. But uh, I think we know probably what's going to happen, especially since the episode title for next week is kind of a dead giveaway. But I don't know. Uh, would you have a score for this Unchained episode, Glenn? I'm giving it... Three and one quarter, which is like yeah, I'm a, I'm, I would say yeah, three. Okay. Uh, so it is it is basically standing still, slightly better from last week, but same score, I believe. Uh, all right. I believe that's what it is. Uh, all right, so that means. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be reading this. (laughs) I'm reading the New Yorker's article about Bernie Sanders' kickback from banks. His kickback? Well, yeah, he has a free checking account if he maintains a $500 minimum. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the pocket of big banks. Yeah, sorry. It was was pretty funny. Uh, Season one. (laughs) Season one, episode three of Legends of Tomorrow, called Blood Ties. The mission is simple. We stop Vandal Savage here in the past and we save the future. The mission is simple. Here in the past. Simple. Vandal Savage. Save the future. You think Rip says something about not messing with the timeline? You're screwing with history here, man. I am a god! Simple don't mean easy, Captain. Oh, I never said it was. So we have Sarah convincing Rip that another way to stop Vandal Savage would be to take away his resources. And Rip locates the bank where Savage is keeping all of his money, and he and Sarah go there to steal funds. However, they realize that Savage's men are guarding the bank. Not just guarding it. They are the bank. Like, they're the people that work there. Uh, I like how it was a play of words on Bilderberg. It was kind of a. I, don't I think it was like what, Bunderberg. It was like it was Bunderberg. Called? Yeah, it was definitely when they when they said it the first time. I, I wasn't paying that much attention, and I'm like Bilderberg. Like, are they doing like <laughs> Illuminati in this shit or something? It's pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, Bilderberg's a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Are they nefarious? Most certainly, yes. But I I don't have definitive proof on it. Are they Illuminati? Probably Illuminati confirmed. I'm <laughs> sure there's some kid on the internet somewhere that's like that joke is three years old. Uh, Outdated memes on the Legendary Flashing Arrows podcast, everyone. Uh, oh, this just take place in 1975. Uh, so, there, yeah, so we're ahead of the curve. Uh, so there is a battle. Uh, we find out that Sarah carries a bunch of daggers on her, on her person everywhere she goes, apparently. Because she was <laughs> throwing them in dudes left and right and kicking all sorts of ass. How many knives do you have? A bunch, apparently. Uh, they, take, uh, they take one man captive in an attempt to gain information on Vandal Savage, they learn that Savage is using using Carter's blood 
to give his own men longer lives. Rip and the team engage Savage and reclaim Carter's body, but Rip inadvertently gives Savage the information he will eventually use to kill Rip's wife and son. Dang it! Uh, Meanwhile, Kendra's condition worsens, requiring Ray to shrink down and enter her bloodstream to stop the pieces of the dagger that stabbed Kendra from reaching her heart. It's almost like one of those movies, Glenn, from a long time ago where people shrunk down and went into somebody's body to to save them. I think in that case it was a blood clot, maybe? And a brain? I don't don't know. know. I was thinking the Magic School Bus. Could be Magic School Bus. Uh, Meanwhile... Except they got attacked by antibodies. Meanwhile, good old Captain Cold attempts to change his own family's fate by preventing his father from entering prison, but his efforts ultimately change nothing. And Rip charts a course to 1986 to once again try to intercept Vandal Savage. What did you think of Blood Ties, sir? Um, I didn't like it at first. I was like, okay, this isn't... This is okay. And then once... They did the Captain Cold scene with his dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really liked it. I was like, this is really hokey. And then I think it what why I liked it was after the fact when he explained to him why he did it. And he was just, you know, my dad was a lot of things, but he never beat us until after he got out of prison. Yep. And I was like, Oh wow, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, that was that was nice. That was a nice touch. But yeah, it was I mean, Rory's Rory. Um uh, <laughs> Just, Mick Roy was awesome again in this episode. So great. They just give him like three or four. I think the thing I laughed the most at was, oh my gosh, what was the movie reference? Oh, he said, I didn't know Vandal Savage was into Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. Oh my God, I died. <laughs> Mostly because I'm thinking of the character, like, where would he have ever have seen Eyes Wide Shut? Like, yeah. he was probably told that he's seen Nicole Kidman's boobs, and it's probably why he saw that movie. Yeah. I want to see the episode where we watch Mick Rory watch Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> just to see his reactions to the, to the film. Maybe he's, maybe secretly, he watches all those movies. He's like, he's a big 2001 fan. But I just love the, like, he's, when he's talking, what does he say? He's like, uh, <laughs> Thick. That means stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> like deep down, deep down, I want Mick Rory to be like a movie snob. Yeah, he's such yeah, a brutish. He's such a brutish idiot. But like deep down, he's like the. Snob. Oh yeah, I want him to like mention Ulysses or something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like Das Boot or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Ulysses is a bug. Please don't send an email correcting me on that, Ben. <laughs> Boot. But no, it was. It was good. I mean, it was it was solid. I think, uh, you know, I kind of didn't like the whole Ray Palmer Stein thing. And then I liked how Stein not only he just hardcore lied to him. It's like, no, of course, I still don't remember you. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of smart kids. You were probably just one of them. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Um, so the um, yeah, because it, like, you know, that's the whole thing about Roy, uh, Ray in this is that he's, you know, oh, no one will remember me. And I love the fact that like. He's talking like, yeah, I didn't remember you, but it's not a big deal that I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) To me, yeah, the thing I liked the most, uh, right in line with you, was the stuff with Lenny, Leonard Snart, and his dad. Um, He went, so the the whole thing is like, uh, his dad tries to steal uh, an emerald, I think. And uh, he gets busted, and he goes to prison. And then when he gets out, it's hell for him 
and his family uh, and his sister, and it's awful. And he wants to change that, so he goes and steals the emerald, and he just shows up at his house and, and essentially gives it to him, and then basically more or less threatens him to, you know, never lay a hand on. I think like what he's kid. talking to is talking to himself as yes. a kid. Yes, that was also very good. Um, where he's telling himself to, you've got to, you, you're a survivor. You've got to do whatever it takes to survive. Uh, all of that stuff was, all that stuff was really great. So he's Snart is the. I don't know if he's this way in the comics, but on this show, he's well. Actually, you I know, mean, what? I he know becomes Citizen Cold. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know at some point he kind of becomes a good guy. He's the he's the criminal with a heart of gold. Essentially, yeah, he's, he's the heart of gold. He's the noble criminal. Um, and he's basically. And I feel like Rory is like that in a way, not necessarily like to everybody else, but there's definitely a, a loyalty to Snart. Yeah. And I like how he's even like, oh, that's where he grew up, like that. Oh, and then you're establishing the fact that these guys have been friends for a very long time. And they may not be loyal to anybody else, but at least to each other, they're going to have each other's back. And that was nice. How how awful was the scene? I, I thought this was kind of awful. The scene with uh, Jackson and Snart and McRory, where they basically convince him to take them yeah, it was into, pretty- the, into, the, into Star City. Because uh, basically, at first he's like, "Dude, no, no way, I'm going to help you in this." And they're like, "Oh, come on, man, you're just, you're just driving us there, right? Don't you kind of want to see how one of these things handle, right?" And he's That's like, what I'm oh, "I guess." I didn't really like it, but the payoff was good. Yeah, yeah, it- they they needed a reason, they needed a way to get there or whatever. But um, and unfortunately, they had to sacrifice some of Jackson's morality to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was just like, yeah, I guess it would be kind of cool. Let's just do it. Uh, <laughs> after fighting them tooth and nail about, what is no. this baby's got? <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess I kind of do. Let's let me go help you steal something. Uh, <laughs> you know, I guess if I just drive you there, it's not like I'm an accessory to burglary or anything. <laughs> they don't. They never arrest the driver. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so that was kind of ridiculous, but it did pay off good with him and his father. I thought that was awesome. Uh, all right, sir. Uh, do you have a score for this episode? Yeah, Blood yeah, Dice. I all right, whatever. Yeah, I would say a very soft four. A lot of good moments, but it, it took me a while to get to that four. So yeah, I gave this. Uh, I did. I thought that was very strong. The stuff with Snart and his father, and that's what brought the score up to my lowest score ever for a Legends of Tomorrow episode, which is a three and three quarters. Yeah, uh, I mean that's what I say. Yeah, it's soft. Yeah, I'm the same line with you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, by the way, the ratings for this show are shrinking. Oh really? That sucks. Yeah, I. It's not good. Uh, Arrow did better than it last this week. Ah, oh, so. damn it! Not by not by much. Arrow did uh, two point four million, and Legends did two point three. But uh, it did it did do less, which is it a had shame. Such a good, it had such a good premiere. This is a. It had a great premiere, uh, but. Yeah, I I feel bad because the show is uh, much better than I ever thought it was going to be. I thought it was complete crap. I think I think people are shying away from it because it doesn't have a big name superhero on it. And Um, the fact that you look at, you know, when people look at Rotten Tomatoes, they don't they just think, oh, this is how good something is. They don't actually read the reviews or mm -hmm. or that kind of stuff. It's just an aggregate, the number. But I, I just yeah, I mean, it's. I really like it. I'm really surprised how much I like it. 
Um, yeah, I think it's a great show. Uh, it's the second. I think it. 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 Oh, I mean, it depends on the episode. Sometimes it's been the best of the three shows, but at worst, it's you know a really strong number two to the Flash. Uh, what you gonna do? I mean, it's. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a B team squadron, but they're telling a good story. And I, I don't know. I really think the B team aspect of it is, is turning people off of it though. Like they just don't see a, uh, cause I, I really do think most people don't give a shit about critical reviews on things. I think they just don't see somebody that they, they want to care about. They're like, oh, well, these are all, uh, these are all minor characters on the other shows and they now have their own show. I'm really not that interested and they're not watching, but they should because it's, it's, it's good. But yeah, I mean, at least we've got uh, these 12 episodes I think we're getting. Um, so we'll get at least those and then we'll see where things go from there. I mean, if it, if it hovers around this 2.3 million mark, that's been good enough to keep the arrow on for a couple of years. So if it's good enough for them for that show, it should be good enough for Legends of Tomorrow. We won't have to say goodbye to it anytime soon. Uh, I really hope we don't have to. uh, Whereas uh, Flash, by the way, is still doing in the high three millions, verging on four million. Uh, And again, that also is like loved on, uh, you know, has has a good score, which I don't see why this one doesn't and that does. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, like they're fun, likable characters. I, like, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what I don't know I don't know what they're they're missing out. I should go read some of the reviews because I haven't read them. I mean, uh, they're I mean, not even like bad's bad. They're just like, oh, it's a you know villain of the not villain of the week, but you know it's a oh situation of the week kind of thing. Yeah, eh, I mean, uh, superhero shows are gonna kind of. You know, unless you're Daredevil or Jessica Jones, where it's more like a serialized, yeah, it's serialized and more kind of like a mini series where there's only 12 episodes all together, you know, and you can do a whole 12 hour story. You know, we're talking shows that have to do 24 episodes, you know, double that. And they're, you know, I mean, I guess if they wanted to, they could split it in half and do 12 episode arcs, but. Uh, you know, I think it really that works better for a format like Netflix, where you get to watch it all. Uh, in or however. cable television. You think you think it works? I don't know if it really. Works I mean, better. cable is twelve. I mean, what was Better Call Saul? I'm, that I is mean, true. Fre- freaking Breaking Bad's almost on a British si- system. Oh, six and six. Like, yes, that's, that's pretty much how it goes. I'm so happy Better Call Saul is coming back as well. Ah, uh, dude, I'm so glad. Uh, Gotham and Gotham is returning at the end of this month, uh, so we've got we've got quite the break <laughs> for Gotham, but Better Call Saul is coming back, so hurrah for that! Uh, all right, uh, I guess that's a wrap for this week. We're gonna come back next week and talk season two, episode thirteen of The Flash. Welcome to Earth Two. Season 4, episode 13 of Arrow, Sins of the Father, and season 1, episode 4 of Legends of Tomorrow, called White Knights. Watch out, social justice warriors!